Welcome everybody to Locked On Rainbow Six ESL Rap episode number three. We are back once again. Uh, I am Wilco. Joining me tonight is the beautiful, the amazing, the beautiful Doc. How are you going, mate? I'm doing all right. I thought you were going to say butters. You caught me off guard. Oh, sorry about that. I knew I'd get <laughs> I'm someone. Doing, I'm doing pretty well. Um, thank you. That's good. I'm glad to hear. Uh, joining me as well is the newly employed, and congratulations on that little task, Butters. How are you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, still haven't yeah, signed the contract bad. yet, but you know. Oh, really? They're, they're never I'm, quick I'm... on these sorts of things. They're never quick. Oh, no. Don't jinx so, it. Yeah, yeah, I won't jinx it at all. I, I wish I could take that out of the podcast, but we'll have to do that in editing. But though, <laughs> we are currently live on uh, Wilco's Chill Zone Twitch. That's all we do it every Monday night. Thank you for everyone who has dropped by. We've got a fairly big audience tonight, which is really cool. Uh, what we are doing tonight is we are wrapping up all the uh, eSports League um, and Pro League and everything else that's happening in the world of Rainbow Six in the last week now. We are on mid-season break, so there isn't actually any Pro League going on, but we still have a few little tournaments that uh, have concluded in spectacular form and a few uh, information on upcoming tournaments. And obviously, starting in only under 24 hours under 12 hours now yeah. is the six international so we are so close so we'll definitely be previewing just a little bit of that as well so hang around with us we're gonna have to talk rainbow six for the next hour no i'm joking it's probably only about 25 <laughs> minute show tonight but it'll be good fun either way so stay with us uh only had three matches to watch this week guys yeah. how would you go Oh, I, I only just got there, really. No. <laughs> uh, I, I did uh, leave it all till today to watch. Of course you like, did. Oh, there's only, what, six, seven hours worth of matches there. <laughs> yeah, so so. Only six or seven hours yeah. of Rainbow oh Six to watch. Luckily, there's double speed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I managed to get most of that done by just after lunch. So oh, sweet. It's all good. It's nice, easy, early lunch. Mm. How'd you go, Doc? Did you get through all the matches? Yeah, same. Uh, I watched, I, I had a bit of an advantage because I'm, well, I'm a day behind you, but a day ahead in terms of having prep time. So yeah, I caught them all. I, I picked up the end of the OTG one actually just about an hour ago. So Okay, so let's move into that. We What we were talking about before is the Summer Series, the Rainbow Six Australia produced Summer Series that have been going now for its fourth week. Uh, it concluded, had semifinals and finals today. So these four teams are all in the Oceanic Cup, which we'll get to in a sec. Mm-hmm. But the first match of the weekend, as you mentioned then, was August versus Off the Grid uh, Gaming. So that's OTG. So this one we predicted August would probably go through in, in spectacular form, but we hoped that OTG would put up a bit of a performance. Um, yeah, it pretty much not. went as expected. <laughs> yeah. uh, so o- August basically flexed their muscles one seven two seven two, um, mm-hmm. and there's not much more to there. But basically, we had a bit of a um, issue with the stats on the second map because they had to do yeah. a rehost. Uh, but Emo Rin flexed his muscles in that second one and oh. made them look a little bit ordinary. But uh, technically, Ethan got the got the MVP. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, Emo Rin. I think he got twelve or thirteen kills in that game. Yep. So yeah, he was. He was above Ethan technically, but end game stats. But between uh, both of them, like story. Emo Rin and Ethan have been the stars oh. of Summer Series and stars of August um, all the oh, way yeah. through. So yeah. 100%. See, seeing those two get out there and uh, start opening up, it's just been amazing to see. Hmm. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Durfe in the 
first match, 14 kills, and I think he got 11 of them in the first three matches. It was he was on yeah. fire. Derpe went uh, went absolutely uh, insane on that one. He really did. Yeah. <laughs> So. Though a big part of that as well would just be that o- OTG's performance wasn't that great. So they had a couple, there was at least one that was flawless. Uh, I think it was round five, if I remember. Uh, so yep, I, I would expect so, yep. that Orglis's kills would be pretty high because OTG just was not really doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, OTG yes. was still getting at least one person above a 5k. So they weren't doing yeah. all that horribly. They just weren't able to make it stick with... Uh, the might that was Orglis. And in their defense, that, that's really was the issue for them is that or- Orglis mm. was just too on. They were doing really well. So I think that you couldn't you couldn't really have expected OTG to have done too much better with Orglis playing the way that they were. Yeah. yeah no, definitely. Was, Look, was... we, we are talking about the number one seed out of uh, APAC. Um, <laughs> yeah. For the APAC qualifiers out of Australia last year. Uh, so technically the winners of the ANZ region of Pro League Season, nine, uh, season mm. 8. Um, versus the people who've come through the Challenger series to get mm-hmm. to where they are right now. So, um, look, great effort from OTG, and they've got oh, a lot 100%. to be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And um, a lot to look forward in the upcoming Go4 and uh, Challenger series to hopefully mm. get a spot in Pro League, which we do have some news coming up on uh, on the Challenger teams as well, out of coming out of uh, Summer Series as well. So we'll get to yes. that at the end of this. So pretty exciting stuff. So, um the second semi-final, and wow, this one just kept on giving. Um, oh, was, this one was just crazy. <laughs> yeah. So Mind Freak versus Darksider. Now, we, we both mostly predicted that Darksider would take this. And, mm. well, look, the result in the end was 8-7, Darksided. Then Mind Freak came back to 7-5, and then Darksided won the final one, 7-4. Mm. So technically as predicted. Um, however... Gee, I watched that first match and I thought, <laughs> here we go. Mind Freak is all over this. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah. then all of a sudden it was fought, they were 5-2 down. Like They went up 2-0 and looking solid, all of a sudden they're 5-2 down, almost on match point and then came back to to obviously push it to match point over time. Um, but gee, what, what what do you reckon? What do you, what stood out to you? I know Cutie had a really, really good game and Specker was all, always there. Um, yeah, well, Specker and, and Specker... Again, he's just one of those those people that you expect to see playing absolutely crazy good. Um, yeah. But yeah, seeing seeing what the Mind Freak Boys Warden um, Wings specifically Wings had a great three batches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't didn't pull top of the ladder or anything, but some of the plays that Wings was put uh, putting in there, uh, it's just a shame that he uh, he wasn't able to use his uh, his Montaigne in map three. Yes, so that that probably could have got them, if not the win, at least maybe a second uh, overtime match. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, yeah, they they looked good in that second map. Um, oh, they did. Yeah, it's just a shame they couldn't quite keep keep the momentum up in that third map. Like, once again, we're talking about dark sided. This is they're from the Rainbow Six Masters last year, one of the top four teams from last year versus Mind Freak, who's just entered the pro league this year for their first time. So this is really good for them to see. But oh, I yeah. tell you what, if I'm ever in a clutch position, I want Specker on my side. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Because Jesus, 17 kills in that last, in the last map just to really, 
yeah, basically put him out of the game. Uh, but the one yeah. I saw from um, Mind Freak, Jack Daddy, was always in the action as well, making some really good plays as well. He definitely oh, yeah. stood out for me. And there's, oh, sorry, there was Jack, just... No, sorry. Jack, Jack Daddy was, was dark-sided. Come on, man. Yeah, dark side. sorry. But yeah, he definitely was he in was. and around the action most of the time, so... I mean, it was an amazing game from from both of them. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Mind Freak go through, but yeah, as expected, it was a um a show uh, a showdown between the uh, the pro league teams. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, anything stand out for you, Doc? In that match? That yeah, was, I actually, I really the thought of the weekend. I reckon the the first couple. Yeah, well, I was I was saying that could not have been a more enjoyable match to watch just with the back and forth. It was exactly the kind of thing you would like to see as sort of sports spectatorship, right? Um, yeah. I really thought Mind Freak was going to take it uh, just based on the fir- very first two rounds. Um, and then Dark Sided just jumped in and mopped the floor with him for like five rounds straight. It was, it was kind two of different. It was yeah. two different matches, like two different teams. Like yeah. Mind Freak looked impressive, 2 0 up. And then I I quickly had to do some stuff. I was doing some um, paperwork and stuff and I got t- called away and I went, oh, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds pretty close. I came back 5 2 down. And I'm just like, and then I wow. thought it was over for him. just, mm. yeah. yeah. So, I, so but you then know, all, then in the credit came right back. Which yeah, is good really on them for that. Yeah. They did that consistently. They were able to come back up until the very end. So uh, it was it was an excellent game. It was certainly a fun game to watch. So I'm sure that they can feel mm. proud about that, even if they didn't make it to the grand final. Yeah. Now, if they can only translate that into the regular season, uh, that'd be really I've got good. Confidence to that they might. The, the biggest problem for them is the mid-season break. So yeah, um, they've already qualified for the Oceanic Cup, so they've got nothing to play until the twenty-third, um, mm. which is or well, actually got nothing to play until the, the week of the thirteenth, which is when when Pro League goes back. So yeah, everything's going to get sort of halted for them. So that's a little bit shame because if they hadn't have qualified, they'd get be getting their matches on the twenty-fourth um, to try and qualify again for the Oceanic Cup. But um, unfortunately, yeah, they're already in. So true. Uh, Mid-season we, break at the wrong yeah. time. Yep. So hope, hopefully it doesn't uh, drop their their skill down too much. But I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, definitely. Now the grand final. Um, I was extremely excited about this because I thought these are the two form teams at the moment. To be honest, um, they're definitely the form teams of the the summer series. Mm-hmm. And then we once again saw Darkside come out of the gates and win one nil. And then all of a sudden, Auglis just turned up to play and took oh, the next August seven to win the yeah, first no. map seven one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Um, once again, Durfay, um sixteen kills in the yeah, map. That's insane. Yeah. So, and the the interesting one there is I don't know what happened. Was there a rehost in that game because it's got Cutie as zero kills? Uh, in that yeah. Match. I think think there was a rehost in there. I think yeah, I believe there, so. But yeah. but I think it was early. So. Anyway, we'll we'll see that. Oh, well, if Cutie got best... a kill in the first round, then uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but the biggest thing I found in this was the. Um, did you get to catch any of the banter between the two teams in the chat <laughs> window? Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I saw Sky a couple was, of times. Um... Uh, go, come on, guys, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, I think it was Ippy Style. Someone was saying, "Hey, stop calling me during the match, um, Dervay." Please, because he was playing as though I think it was. Well, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, there was back and forth banner between these guys, which was great to see. Yeah, and what was also great to see was that second map where Darkseid had really pushed. And mm. we're talking about this pre-show that they lost eight seven, so in overtime match point. Um, however, 
I feel like they would have won if they had have just got over the line and won that eight, eight, seven, and then gone into the third map. They had the momentum. Yeah. And they would have, Darkseid would have really put on a good show and, and probably wouldn't have taken it. But August, to their credit, held on, eight, seven, so won two nil uh, and, and took out the summer series. Yeah. So, so that's, that's definitely something I noticed with that one was uh, they were a bit slow to start, uh, which is something I see a lot with Darksided is they tend to be a little bit slow to start at times, especially yeah. against uh, teams such as Orglis and let's say Fnatic and all that sort of thing. They're a bit slow to start, but then second second matches where they really start hitting their stride. But if they don't get that that win in the second match, obviously they're yeah. not going into the third match, so they can't really pull it home. They so. can't, yeah, you can't it's almost that. like they were sta- had stage fright in that first one, and especially like. Considering they got off to, to a flyer in the first one, it was then mm. just obviously went into their shell, which was was a bit strange. Yeah, it but, could even be that they got flawed in the first one. They're like, oh, you know what? Let's yeah. let's just do a, a dizzle, just have a bit of <laughs> fun, it. see what happens. <laughs> oh, dizzle, diz god, diz god. <laughs> so, um, any other thoughts on that, Doc? Before we move on, no, I, that pretty much wraps it up. That first round, I thought I was watching OTG again. The way things were going, so yeah. Mm. But yeah, definitely two different, very two different, very different maps. And I guess the other side was too that that was Darksided's map pick that second one. So yeah, um, they they did have the advantage. It was their their favoured map. So um, but yeah, unfortunately couldn't quite get there. Now just wrapping up what happened there. So basically, August walks away with two thousand dollars out of that summer series and obviously qualifies for the Oceanic Cup. Uh, second place, which was Darksided, gets one thousand dollars cash out of that as well and Oceanic Cup qualifying. Uh, so OTG and uh, Mindfreak both get 500 bucks out of that and also qualifying for the Oceanic Cup. Uh, then the next four places get 250 bucks each. So yep. yeah. that's how the prize the, money uh, fell down. Yeah, yeah they're in the qualifier the, now. The loser bracket. Yeah, so the 12, the teams, Cup. 12 teams battle off on one day yeah. to get one spot in the Oceanic Cup, which is nightmare. But yep. speaking of what we've just been talking about a lot is this Oceanic Cup. Now, tickets are on sale for said event. Uh, you can go to r6soc.eventbrite. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E dot com dot A-U and buy your tickets right now for the event, which is on the 23rd yes. of March at the ESL Studios in Auburn. Yeah, and I think they're from memory they're only about twenty five bucks. So, yeah. if you want to watch some of the best teams in Australia and New Zealand battle it out, including Fnatic, Orglis, mm-hmm. Darksided, Mindfreak, um, these are the teams you'll be seeing. This is the quality of teams you'll be seeing in a proper LAN event. Um, so, uh, and there's you, also be... uh, exclusive uh, merch. On yep. sale at the event, uh, there's a giveaway, and you can get some Burnt Horizon goodie bags, Ooh, which and is the new cool. operation. We will get onto that soon too, don't worry. Um, so definitely get in that if you're in the area. Um, if you're not in the area, fly down, why not do it? I am <laughs> considering going. I would if I was you, but um look it's it's pretty exciting so as we said the the 23rd and 24th of february which is not far away at all just after the invitational is the next where we get to see the final three teams that qualify so there's a new zealand bracket which will bring two more new zealand teams in yeah and then also uh the like we said the final 12 the teams that didn't qualify out of the summer series will be having a crack for the last spot and 
gee, I don't know what's going to happen there because a lot of the teams we saw that had form going into it sort of fell away towards the end. Um, but, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that one. But, yeah. Um, that wraps up sort of what's happened in the ANZ region, except for the news we got just over the weekend, which is Justice League, a uh, friend of ours, uh, is mod of the community over there as well. He, Their team, uh, their esports team, has picked up Marauder, um, which is uh, formerly of another team as well, but we saw them as Marauder in the Summer Series. So mm-hmm. uh, they've been picked up. So they're, they're now called Justice League, and they will be... Um, battling it out in said qualifiers for the Oceanic Cup and then obviously in the the Go For and the Challenger Series to try and get into the Pro League in Season 10. So congratulations, boys, for getting an org and good luck. So we will hopefully be getting some of those guys on the podcast in the future because we have contacts. Yay! Yay! (laughs) So, look, we'll quickly touch on, because we'll talk about this more on Thursday on the actual Tom Clancy podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Burn Horizon did get teased the within twenty four hours. Sorry, twelve hours of us talking to Dev on uh, <laughs> last Thursday night. Yep, um, saying wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You'll hear something very soon. And then within twelve hours, we had um, the name, a picture, and which was a kangaroo sign getting flattened by a motorbike wheel, sort of confirming everything we'd been speculating for the last two months. Um, seemingly to a, to a degree, a, yeah, yeah, with a red background. So. Uh, then the following day, we had the actual name Burnt Horizon with the two operators that we've been seeing in all the leaks, which is Mozzie, not Moozy, Mozzie, as in Moziano Mosquito, uh, Mozzie, uh, and Gridlock, which are the, the rumoured names for these operators. So we, we don't know much more bar a little sort of Outback Shack, oh, Outback Pub slash Servo in the background. Mm. Um, which looks like to be the map, will be the part of the map. Um, and a cool-looking kangaroo put together Mad Max style on a, on a <laughs> statue. So I don't know how that's going to play into it, but um, and yeah, some pretty really... neat-looking vehicles, to be honest. I like the um, I like uh, Gridlock, no, Mozzie's um, Hummer or type of thing with the big mm. um, battering ram on the front. looks really Really good, but I don't know how that's going to play into the game. But anyway, no, I'm not, sure that, not sure that it will. <laughs> ha- hashtag Rainbow Six Cart confirmed. Let's go. Rage, Rage 3. Rage 3. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, look, we, more news coming, obviously, this week with the Invitational. So we'll get on to that right now. So we have got um, the times, the schedule for what is happening with the Rainbow Six Invitational. Indeed. Uh, which is starting like we said, in a matter of hours. So I think it's about 2 o'clock in the morning is mm-hmm. Fnatic is playing Reciprocity. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yep. Close enough. <laughs> That's it. Uh, they will be actually live on Rainbow Six Bravo channel on Twitch. So yep. right, type in Rainbow Six Bravo and you'll get uh, their bracket of matches as well. So uh, that's pretty cool. So that's Monday. Um they're the ones that are, sh- are scheduled to be shown anyway, so I haven't got schedules for other matches. Um, Phase Clan is supposed to be at the same time. Yes, yeah, for, with, with Ninjas, Ninjas in Pajamas. Pajamas. That's on just Rainbow Six channel. Um, you've got yeah. Team Empire Immortals following Fnatic on the Bravo channel. Um, following that, Team Liquid versus Mocket and Penta versus Nora Ringo. Um, on the, the other channel, which is Rainbow Six, we always said Phase Clan... Um, Ninjas in pajamas, and then Rogue versus Space Station Gaming. Then 
APAC, get ready. G2 versus Mantis. Uh, it'll be interesting to see that one, to be honest. It should um, be a good match. Yeah, and then Evil Genius versus Lee Stream, which is a very important um, match in that pool. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. But that's the, the matches that are, are shown because uh, then we're going to Tuesday, which is winners' matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's obviously matches there that are played that aren't on on Twitch in the background. Um, uh, no, because that, that'll be winners from Monday play on the oh, okay. Rainbow Six channel, and then uh, the losers bracket goes through on Rainbow Six. Uh, okay, so that's how it works. Cool. Yep. No problems. Just trying to read on the fly. I'm just trying to <laughs> catch up with it. So winners match, elimination match, and that's Group A, Group B, Group C, Group D. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And then there's a, the deciders on the Rainbow Six channel. So they they kill the Bravo channel for now. Yep. On February the thirteenth. Um, and it's very hard to read, as Doc was pointing out. They've used a very bad font uh, for small writing on a white yeah. background. So don't use your um, don't yeah, use your narrow logo font for that, people. <laughs> so basically, Group <laughs> A will be wrapped up uh, on Rainbow Six Channel that Wednesday morning, um, starting at about ten a.m. Eastern, which is not our time bracket. So it's around about yeah, that two a.m. Pretty much is when Fnatic, yeah, two a.m. Australian time, which was when Fnatic is doing all their matches. So that will be pretty cool um, if you want to get up early and watch those matches. But like I said, Group D is the one we want to watch um, with Penta, Nora, Evil Genius in the stream. That's going to be an epic round, so that'll be more suitable to our time period, um, mm. being at around about 11 o'clock in the morning, which will be cool. So if you want to check those ones out. Like I said, Rainbow Six and Rainbow Six Bravo, uh, those channels. Any suggestions or hints or matches to watch out on as I kill the run sheet on my end? Um, it's it. They're going to be good matchups uh, across the entire entire board, I reckon. Um, but definitely uh, seeing what Fnatic can do against Reciprocity. Uh, yep. Definitely ca- get that one on catch up. Um, but yeah, seeing what uh, G two and EG can do against. Um, their rivals uh definitely catch those ones i reckon yeah definitely there's gonna be some really good matches over the weekend yeah. over and the it, first three days anyway yeah um, and and it's then hard to call then... at this point what we're gonna see but i, I do think g2 is gonna get over mantis to be honest i mm. do but it's mm. still gonna be really 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 good to see um how they go to be honest yeah. so yeah so the second half of the week is, which is what I was trying to get up there. Sorry, I closed too many pictures at once. So they have a, uh, the break day on Thursday. So there will be no action actually on Thursday, which is probably Friday our time, to be honest. Um, and then yeah. Friday we see the opening ceremony. Um, and then we have quarterfinal one, quarterfinal two. Behind the Siege, episode one is, is debuted. Um, yep. And then quarterfinal three, beside, Behind the Siege, two is then shown and then quarterfinal four and then the daily wrap-up which will include dev Marta, and i'm pretty excited to see how that boy forms on that and that will be in a in a australian friend friendly time zone so definitely check that out um saturday we once again opening day plus recap which will have dev again uh semi-final one uh which is more our time zone mm-hmm. behind the behind the siege number three and r6 universe and short movie uh, we'll be in between semi-final one and semi-final two. Yep. And then uh, to to win it all documentary and then, then a wrap-up as well. 
So we then head into the final day, um, opening day, year four roadmap. So we have to wait till Monday next week to get the full roadmap, but we yep. will get it, which is pretty exciting news. So we, we do have a date for when that happens. So February 18th, Australian time, um, February 17th, which is technically when they'll be showing it over there. Then there's the All-Star game. And I'm interested to see that and see who actually gets into the All-Star game. And that'll be pretty cool. Uh, the season reveal of Burnt Horizon is after that as well. Including A musical performance. And then yeah. the grand final, everyone. So that'll be, I'm roughly working out in my head around about 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Our time. So, yeah, get ready for that one. It's going to be a perfect time for us if you're not working on Monday anyway. So um, followed by the trophy ceremony and the final wrap-up, which has our beautiful Dev Marta involved. Mm. So so having a very at, big week ahead. Yeah, having a look at the uh, the time frames there. So day one's daily wrap-up kicks off at 2 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Yep. Uh, so obviously knock a couple, uh, knock three hours off that for the other two days, and that's yep. when you get to see them. Sweet. So it'll be good. I like most of it, except for Fnatic, are going to be fairly good time zones for us. So yeah. G two going to win it, boys, or not? I don't know. I mean, they have been playing a bit rubbish. Yeah. In the uh, the main season, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. I haven't now, seen I've... them at form, so. I, I was listening to Talking Siege, where Dev Marta is from, the other day, and I really do impressed with how Team Empire is going over there because they've mm. been covering a bit of that. Um, and from what I understand, they've got a fairly good chance at the moment, the Russian team. So um, that would be my pick. Anything standing out for you, Doc? Any of the APAC teams getting to the semis? Um, no. So I, you know, I sort of think that, well... I haven't actually caught Fnatic this season just because it's been a terrible time zone for me, but I sort of think this could be anybody's the way that the last, especially the summer series and and the last few days have gone the last week, rather, you know, I think that it could be anybody's game. People are playing crap who haven't played that way before. People are doing pretty well who haven't necessarily done as well before. So yeah, I think it's up Mm -hmm. in the air. Okay, cool. There you go. Undecided is the final verdict from us. Speculation, not very good, but anyway, it is fine. Um, that's pretty much it for the week. We've got, obviously, an episode next week because we will be wrapping up everything that happens uh, on Rainbow Six uh, yep. Invitational all week. So get on that one. When we finally get there, we'll have 45 hours of video to watch. It would be great. Um, I'm excited. Oh, I bet you are. So, yes, that will be what, what will be happening next week and then um, that'll be episode four. But in between that, we do have the Tom Clancy episode number 62 airing on Thursday, where we'll oh, be we talking do. about the Division 2 beta and obviously speculating and talking about Burnt Horizon a little bit more in depth. So other than that, that's probably the main Beady. bits of news at the moment. Oh, there is a little bit of Ghost Recon news slash no news coming up for that episode <laughs> as well. But look, Doc, where can people find you if they want to sort of stay in touch and keep up with what you, what's happening in your world? Twitter and Twitch, uh, Doc Huron, all one word, D-O-C-H-U-R-O-N, and on Uplay as Huron.USM. Excellent. Uh, Butters, where can people find you, mate? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Uh, hit me up there. Otherwise, you can play some games with me as Mr. Buttersocks.USM on Uplay. 
Sweet. I am Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places, Twitch, Twitter. I'm 11 away from 300 on Twitch, so if you can help me out there, that would be fantastic. Uh, but also, obviously, Twitter. We are Locked On Lads on Twitter as well. That's where you can find both podcasts finding their little home. Uh, and also ultrasubmega.com.au, which is where all the podcasts do live as well. So uh, get all our content there. Obviously, you can also get our Discord at lockedonlads.com slash Discord. We'll get you to us as well. So yes. check all that out. Lots of big stuff happening in the future. We've got a lot of big guests coming up as well across both podcasts. Um, so Definitely keep it here, keep watching, keep listening, and thank you to everyone, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See ya. See ya. Time to pack it up. My work is done.